0: Welcome to Don't Quote Me On That. One day, we will have an intro, but today is not that day. Hi, this is Eleanor.
1: This is Polino.
0: And welcome back to Don't Quote Me On That, where we talk about whatever we want, and now there's two of us again.
1: Thankfully, because there was supposed to be two of us the last time, and then there wasn't
0: that is correct um unfortunately i don't
1: even have a joke about that i'm just
0: bitter you're bitter i didn't catch caught
1: on catch on to that actually don't worry if you listen to the last episode you would have
0: <laughs> <laughs> um kalina is very very nice to me in the face of my family emergency that caused me to have a couple weeks off um, i can feel the empathy i don't recall a family coming...
1: emergency i do recall something about young gravy <laughs> If I recall correctly, Young Gravy was definitely involved, and as fine as he is.
0: The emergency is that I wanted to start a family with Young Gravy. That counts.
1: Yeah. I mean, he is 6'6", though, so never mind, I get it.
0: Anyway, uh, today we're talking about the critically acclaimed... I don't actually know if it's critically acclaimed. We don't do any research here. Um... Finish your introduction. Yes. Sorry. I'm... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the um, opposite of a claim is. Dis... But there's not a good word for it. It's
1: not. It's, yeah, it's... I thought
0: it would be something fun like disclaim, but it's not. There's not it's like one... criticize. Basically, you,
1: you did maybe dis. Yeah, disparage. Critically
0: dis. Sparage. Disparage. Oh, I like disparage. Oh. Anyway, okay. um, the critically acclaimed. And sometimes occasionally disparaged album. Um Rush by Monaskin. It is their third studio album. And this is not the fifth time we've tried to record this episode. Not. So what we're gonna do is we're just we're just gonna start right in with the songs and then um all of our uh, little commentary will come up naturally within the songs. Unless Um, you have any starting thoughts that you would like to start with.
1: uh, The only thing I wanted to say is I didn't realize this album was 17 songs, and that's a lot.
0: Yeah, that's too long for an album. Oh, also, this, um, Monaskin is Italian, and they, Monaskin? Monaskin. On. Like, like,
1: you're (laughs) 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 doing, like, you're doing a really bad Jamaican accent. Ah, ah, Okay. (laughs) 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 <laughs> i'm so smart <laughs> i can't make that joke my dad's jamaican <laughs> um yes third
0: album they got popular through eurovision they're italian um and i think we can just jump into own my mind what a song oh my god what a song i'm trying Thank to find you. the words
1: like, like such, a, I, such like, a good starter for an album the album opener to me, not it doesn't have to be mind blowing, because sometimes I think like I think when artists put together an album, they're very intentional about like where they put what song. So sometimes like they're trying to give you an experience of the album as a whole. But I I can't I won't lie to you I do love when the album opener is just like off the bat, mm-hmm. fantastic. Like like the priority wasn't necessarily. It was less so the story of the albums as a whole. And, like, here's some vibes. And, yeah, this is going to go along with the rest of the album. But, like, vibes. Boom. Yeah. Vibes. I know, like,
0: in some... I believe this came up when I was doing some research for our Taylor Swift um, episode. Um, and so I could be misremembering this. But there was one comment I saw that, like, for her albums, the first couple of songs usually kind of tie more in with the vibe of the... Previous album and then it kind of grows mm-hmm. into her her quote unquote new sound, um, and mm-hmm. I've never listened to any uh, other Monaskin to know if that's what they're
1: doing here. This song is a banger. This song just straight banger. Perfect. I think I, I also think even if we listened to their stuff before, it would be different because I'm pretty sure their stuff before was like mostly in Italian, if not entirely in Italian. Mm. Funnily enough, because they are Italian so um i i think comparing i think like comparing it to like them doing a transition into this sound wouldn't make sense because i think where they were before versus now like they've blown up a lot especially in the last two years but like they were it wasn't like they blew up with eurovision and then that cover of begging and then kind of like dropped off the face there and then put out album i feel like they've been fairly consistent so it makes sense that this were like could stand alone yeah that's the basically very Mm -hmm. long point i talked (laughs) about this song sounds so good so good i um i just i really like his voice it's not like i think he does have a unique voice it's not necessarily the most distinct voice ever um but i also think especially with rock music first of all i thought this album was gonna be a whole bunch of love songs and i don't like love songs but i do love rock and roll it's just in any shape or form and this song had so much. I'm supposed to be talking about his voice, but this song had so much bass in it, and I yes, love me some bass. I did not anything
0: really. I'm not. I'm not a rock and roll girly. This might shock you. <laughs> um, I was genuinely surprised at how much I liked this album because I liked it so much.
1: I I definitely thought I was gonna like it. I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I did, and I think anyway but i was saying is like i think with the rock especially but like music in general sometimes vocal ability is not the most important part it's emotion which i think this comes up more in other songs but like he definitely has but he also has vocal ability
0: mm-hmm. one of the other times no i'm gonna save this because it's your point i'll let you bring it up later so you go
1: okay <laughs> Um, well, no, I was just thinking a little bit about, like, kind of, like, the way he writes about love, and to me, again, I don't really like love songs, but, like, I like Hozier, Hozier. One day I'll get that right. Um, but, like, I think he writes about, Mr. Andrew from Ireland, writes about love in a way that, like, is, like, like, yes, I'm devoted to my, my love, but it's not, like, the end-all be-all, but, like, in this moment, you were the most wonderful thing that's ever happened but like in a way that's not cheesy and annoying to me. And like, I really got that vibe here, just like a heavier version of it. And I really like the, the the bridge. He goes, do you want to, and then he pauses, a long night. Do you want to be mine? I just like the delivery on that. And also, I know I said this before, there was so much bass in this song. There was so much was bass so in good. this song.
0: Oh my God. I started listening to it while I was driving. And it's, this is so much fun to listen to when you drive. And I just, 10 out of 10, beautiful. Are we ready to go to the next song?
1: Yeah, I think we're just going to wax poetic about the song if we keep going. Yeah, we really are. It's good. You hey, Listen to it, please. It's so good. The next
0: one is Gossip. Uh,
1: I think this was one of their singles.
0: Yes, it was. And it has Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine.
1: Yes, which also great. Listen. The moral of the story is I got a lot of praise. I was not expecting to be as impressed. I thought I would like the album. I thought it'd be fun. I was very impressed. Also I saw some promo they did for the song and it was like it was funny and cute. It was like since the song's called gossip, they'd be like I heard and then they would pick a member from the van and just say some really random not true gossip about them. So like one of them was like I heard that Vic and Ethan, not Ethan. What's the other fellow's name? Um, the lead guy, the the lead fellow.
0: Oh, um, uh, uh, Damiano. Yeah, it's, it's Damiano. Yeah, Damiano.
1: We're not Italian. We're saying Uh, that wrong. I don't know if anyone could tell. I think, actually, I think between the two of us, not, not one ounce of Italian blood. Nope. Mm -mm. I'm white, but I am not Italian white. Yeah. Well, if you have some Italians... Yeah, sorry guys i
0: i don't i don't mean to say that Italian isn't white. I just the color of my skin does not come from Italy. You can be whatever you want to be. Please don't be upset at us.
1: I'm not white, so I'm I'm removing myself from this conversation out of respect. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Anyway, Damiano, there I was like Damiano and Vic. Um, a hookup, and then they were pretending to make out. And then another one was, I don't remember the other one, but it was like, uh, I heard that Ethan does something. I don't know. I love Ethan. Hi, Ethan. If you're listening to this, hello. <laughs> I'm free anytime. <laughs> um, anyway, this is Gossip. Um, Also, one thing I noticed coming into this song was he, Damiano, the lead singer. Also, I feel bad. The other fellow, I think his name is Thomas. And that's the four of them in the band. Hi, Thomas, also. Mm-hmm. We haven't mentioned you yet, so um, and Damiano when he sings, he has a tendency to like fit a lot of syllables into a short beat. And I was wondering if that was like an English language thing, um, given that you know English is not his first language, or if that's just the style. I think it works really well, and it didn't like take away from the song. It wasn't like it stuck out. I just happened to make note of it. And it um, was
0: yeah. That's what I was going to bring up a second ago because when I was listening to it after you said that, I I caught it more and more.
1: I think, I think if someone who spoke English as a first language sung these songs, they wouldn't sound good. I think just... I mean, Kalina and
0: I... Kalina more I think a lot about the English language. Yes. Kalina's taught it before. Um, but we've both kind of spent time... Anyway, moral of the story <laughs> is I think... You can kind of tell in some parts that this wasn't written 100% by somebody whose first language is English, Mm -hmm. but that's just a fact, and it's not a bad thing because, like Kalina said, like, fitting the different syllables in, um, and even the way, like, the imagery is completely different, Um, and I have to imagine some of that, because I don't know how Italian is structured as a language, but some languages are structured differently and images just are communicated differently. And I think mm-hmm. it's very interesting to see like different kind of cultural um, and like linguistic traditions kind of get moved and be translated into English. And I think it's extra interesting that it works so well.
1: Yeah. I, I tried not to make too many comments on like the, the language structure are, you know, delivery too often if I thought it was a ESL thing and not so much a like, artistic choice. But, yeah, I, I think a lot about the English language, and I was thinking about when I learned French. And one one time in, fr- in my French class, my teacher said, basically, you learn a lot about a culture if you look at their language and, like, see how they think about different concepts. So, like, time. And I can't remember the example, but uh, <laughs> I'm learning Slovak right now. And one thing I've noticed is, like, in English, if I wanted to say 5.30, I would say it was half past five. But in Slovak, if you want to say 5.30, you basically say it's half before six. And, like, I was trying to explain that. I was, like, I was asking to confirm that was it. And when I was explaining it to a Slovak person, they were, like, oh, yeah, I guess we do say that. Because, like, it's so intrinsic to them. So, like, little things like that, like, OA culture approaches different things. So, yeah, I do think it translated over very well. Um, This song, this song had a metaphor throughout it, gossip. So, using gossip is, like, a drink. So, Mm -hmm. he says... Um,
0: The line I believe you're talking about is, uh, sip the gossip, drink till you choke, sip the gossip, burn it down your throat.
1: Yeah. So, like, gossip is a shot. And, like, like, I guess, like maybe this thing that brings you momentary pleasure, but maybe like bad anyway. It's so fun. Also, I really like the delivery he has on choke. He says, "Drink till mm-hmm. you choke." Fantastic, and um, he says, "This place is a, this is one of the opening lines." He goes, "This place is a circus. You just see the surface," which I thought was fun and kind of in the same realm as the language thing is. They are much more liberal with cursing, but to me, it feels more genuine. I think sometimes. In English songs, like especially in heavier music, it can be very easy to curse just to curse and be edgy mm-hmm. and cool. Whereas here, I feel like it was it was a necessary part of them telling the story they're telling in the song. I agree, and to piggyback off of that, um,
0: I love it when a non-American is like, "This is gonna sound bad." I like it when they also aren't enthused by the American dream. Because Mm. I feel like, I don't know, I feel some sort of vindication.
1: (laughs) I I put in that line, too. He goes, this is the American dream, which one was another example of, like, his kind of quick delivery. But also, yeah, because Mm -hmm. I think it, one, it's like, everyone has a different perception of the American dream. Americans, um, people who, like, move to America. But I think their perspective is unique in the sense that, like, they... I think a lot of times when people talk about the American dream, it might be immigrants coming to America and working for a better life. But it's not like life is ever necessarily luxurious and easy and for the most part, you know what I mean? Life is hard. It's just better yeah. opportunities for them. Whereas here I think like arguably famous world famous musicians have a pretty luxurious, comfortable, easy life. I'm not saying their life is easy, but like the, compared to the typical, worries are definitely a lot different. Yeah. So then, like, to hear them also what their perception of the American Dream is and that it's not great. I really I did like to hear that
0: perception. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, I think Colleen and I both just love when songs are mean about the entire concept of fame. Um. And yeah, this there's a way
1: to do song, it. And I think this does it well.
0: Mm-hmm. It really, truly does. No one wants to hear
1: um, you know a famous person complain about how they're so sad in their big house. But like I think approaching it in the sense that what you, what you what you wanted is not necessarily what you expected, and like everything does have its downfalls, you know. Like it can't all be good. I do. I I think they did it very well. They did. Um, another ten out of ten for Monoskin. Ten. This album starting off strong, so I was I was starting to get worried we were gonna. Cause like not everything can be good, you know
0: not everything can be good and you know what i do think later on perhaps i'll have some critiques um but unfortunately the next song is my favorite song on the album so that's not going to start now
1: (laughs) yeah the next song is time zone and eleanor and i if you've been around for a while know for a fact we have thoughts about time zones and they make us sad is the is the long story short okay make us sad. yeah this is probably um,
0: the most consistent thing we talk about um <laughs> we somehow bring it up all the time even when it's not relevant we do we always make it well okay we
1: don't always make it relevant but we always try <laughs> <laughs> i again and i as, as i said earlier i'm not i'm not a love song lady but the um the opening lines are you wear my old clothes but um you're wearing my old clothes but you you wear it better and then he says and every time I see your face the moon should be jealous and I was supposed to act normal about that afterwards I'll be honest with you I don't know Mm -hmm. what the next few lines are because I kind of heard the moon should be jealous and then I (laughs) I blacked out for a little bit um fair enough uh
0: which is good because the next verse, not the next line, but so the next verse is my favorite, um, where he says, um, now I know you're sleeping where I'm supposed to be. Uh, wish I could have stayed. And then <laughs> the only thing that keeps us apart is 7,000 miles. Then he says, running like a mad dog. And then the only thing that keeps us apart is a different time zone. And I know I sound angry, <laughs> And that is because I am. And it's just a very rude way to phrase it. And I was listening to this for the first time while I was cooking. And um I had to stop cooking because I got really <laughs> emotional.
1: I I think there's like a time and a place to be poetic and be and then be straightforward. Like in gossip, the metaphor of the drinking talking about one thing while you alluding to something else great. 10 out of 10. But like here he's putting it like I think it's such a difficult thing. Um that like for him to say it so plainly cuz it's tough is like the only like there there's only one thing standing in our way, but it's such a great big thing to 7,000 miles. And and then also, I think there's a very big I always find there's a parallel between I living abroad and being a rock star not that i think i'm they're basically means, the same thing <laughs> a rock star but like i think similar themes come up especially in the, in the t- terms of time, zone, time zones he says um so fuck what i'm dreaming this fame has no meaning which made which reminded me a little bit of like faithfully by journey and wheel in the sky also by journey and home sweet home by motley crew and kind of this idea that like and and similar to gossip in the sense that like what i dreamed of and wanted i've achieved all of those things and and the 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 pitfalls are one worse than I expected them to be, and it's not as great as I expected this to be. Because yeah, I get to travel and play music and and be in a band and and live the dream and have tons of fans. But I'm away from the one thing I love. And the reason I always think that reminds me of like living abroad is because the same thing. Like people live abroad for various reasons, and I've I was just telling someone this today. I haven't lived at home for like any consistent period of time since. 2017 and so like yeah I've been home and I've seen my family and they've come to visit yada 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 but it's not the same as like living at home all the time Mm -hmm. and like I love my life I have my dream job right now I get to travel I've had great experiences I've gone to college yada 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 but like sometimes I just really want to be home and the only thing that's standing between me and doing that is 7,000 miles in the ocean (laughs) which is a lot of that's a lot of things
0: yeah it is a lot of things and it's Ugh yeah. Whatever. This song was really good, and it made me very upset, but in a good way. Well, because... I, I, I'm
1: sure there was one thing in here that you didn't like, if you wanted to talk about it. Because he says,
0: "Uh, yeah, I this one's just a me thing. I don't particularly love being very straightforward about um, the fact that you have sex um, in a show or in a song. Like, I'm happy for you." I don't need to hear that, um, there's one line and it, so it starts off very nicely. And I like, um, he says, tomorrow I've got another plane. I'm not going to take it. Instead, I'm going to fly straight to you. I paid double for the tickets, um, which I like, and I would do. And, um, unfortunately I have done, uh, but then he goes straight into says, we're going to have sex tonight. And he says it two different ways um right just one after another and you can just say it once okay i'm so glad that you love each other like that you can just say it once and we understand thank you
1: yeah i did say that was a bit repetitive for my liking um but i i'm the same i don't predict to me f- kind of similar to the cursing where like sometimes i feel like it's just it's in there just to just to use it as a, a star like just because you can right Mm -hmm. because it helps the story whereas here i actually feel like i feel like they're a a sensual band maybe more so than sexual it's like they're very they're very um overt about how they say things yeah but it doesn't feel like a play for shock value it doesn't feel vulgar does it does you can tell it's coming from a genuine place of love and devotion was it my favorite line in the song no did i feel like it took away from my enjoyment of the song not really
0: no, it didn't take away from my enjoyment either. It's just something that I'm not always personally a fan of, which isn't yeah, their no fault.
1: Same. If we're gonna be picky, I mean, basically, unless you want to hear us just say it's a ten out of ten again, if we had to be picky yeah, or something, we had to come up with it. something.
0: Um, but I do just love um, the line about running like a mad dog. I don't know what it is. I love dog, wolf imagery in the song, and you do.
1: I, that's how I, I felt about. I like anything about the moon and the sky. Yeah. Also, he says, um, and I keep talking to the wall till he's a friend of mine, which I thought was cute. Um, that those two lines, those were in the beginning, the moon one and then that one. Those two lines reminded me of "Talking to the Moon" by Bruno Mars, because he says that he's, he's like, I'm talking to the moon. If anyone heard me, they think I'm talking to myself, but like I know someone is on the other side. So like he's talking to the moon. And he's like, he's like, he's looking at the moon, and the moon should be jealous of me. And I'm talking to the wall so much that like. almost talking back to me just because i miss you that much so i thought those were cute maybe love songs are okay
0: yeah i'm not getting a lot of i hate love song vibes from your um
1: review i'm just saying they're not like (laughs) like i wouldn't pick like like there's other songs on here i think i like more that aren't love songs you know what i mean
0: yeah oh no i get it i'm just making fun of you because i'm allowed to
1: i have a permit (laughs) Who gave it to you? Can I talk to them? <laughs> Your mom did, actually. Oh, never mind. Um, I, was, yeah, I was telling someone today about how I don't like romance books, and they were like, why not? And I was like, because to me, there's nothing more boring than sitting down and reading a story about two people falling in love. Because, like, nothing happening.
0: Yeah, that, like, they can feelings. be a
1: subplot. But, like,
0: even rom-coms, if, if the only conflict is, like,
1: intrapersonal... Yeah. I get bored. Cause like, just say that you like her and move on. Like, I'm trying to think of a rom com set. I like 13 going on 30, but 13 going on 30 isn't about her falling in love. 13 about on 30 is about a 13 year old woman, girl, waking up in a 30 year old woman's body and she's got to deal with that. She happens to fall in love with Mark Ruffalo along the way. Which, like, what answer? Yeah, we all would. I mean, one of my favorite rom coms
0: is um, The Proposal, and it does have primarily like interpersonal conflict but um it's also about sandra bullock and ryan reynolds and betty white being insane in alaska and what more could you want from a movie
1: or like um i like miss congeniality with sandra bullock where the purpose is she's an fbi agent undercover and then also there's a nice little romance subplot with benjamin bratt again i can't blame her that man's fine i have a type (laughs) (laughs) you don't say
0: Okay. Next we have been here for half an hour. We are on track for We We're trying so hard. Okay. Rapid Fire. I didn't really like this song. Um, but I think it's fun. I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to it um on my playlist, but when I'm listening to the album, it comes up. It's really fun. Um and also it does have one of the best lines. I'm sorry it is about a dog again. <laughs> um he says I guess I liked playing with your dog. It made me feel like we had a son, which is just so perfectly insane.
1: I, this is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I did not like the song when it first Oh started. yeah, sorry. I was like, what is going on? But I did like the drums. I get. I did, so I did like, I hate your face, but I like your mums. And he says, um, my mother told me she never liked you at the end of the song, which like, that's, that's all this, the clue you need. Uh, and then he says, you got me angry. And now I love punk. And I said, Yeah, that's how that happens. That or you're depressed. <laughs> and then he says, And all my friends were right about you. Well, I also I saw comments about the song before I actually heard it. And a lot of comments were like not positive about the song, which I would agree with if I thought this song was taking itself perfect like seriously, but it's not. Yeah. This is very much a song, oh, this song is like he's like I feel like he's drunk and he's just on a night out and he's having a good time. He's like whatever. I'm having a good old time. Nothing's really that serious. We should do this just because I think it'd be funny. And that's honestly how most great
0: songs are made. Do you know who makes genuinely good music and does not take themselves seriously at all? 303. Oh, yeah. This song, it was good. It was fun. It was a little repetitive, but, like, it worked. It was repetitive, but, like, on purpose. It was not supposed to be their magnum opus. It was supposed to be fun, and it was. The next song is called Mm -hmm. Baby Said. The first time I listened to this song, I did not like it. The second time I listened to this song, I liked it a little bit. And now I really like this song. Um, because I love it when women are mean.
1: That's the end of my sentence. I, I liked the song when I first listened. And then I liked it a little more. And now I like it a little less, but I don't dislike it. I just it kind of like I hit my peak already. Um, but basically, mm-hmm. I like it because... I think he brings up this idea of, like, tr- not brings up, but, like, to me, it reminded me of this idea of, like, trust in a relationship. Because he talks a lot of, basically, the songs about how he's, like, trying to talk to his girlfriend and the whole, every time he tries to talk to her, she's like, I don't really want to do this. Let's just have sex. I don't really actually want to talk to you. And <clears throat> he says, I'm not afraid of you being vulgar, but why are you so vicious? Which I think is a great line. Because, like, he doesn't mind if you want to degrade him or if you want him to be submissive, whatever, whatever. But, like, you should be able to have a connection and and trust and, and tr- you it, or yeah be respectful a relationship about requires it requires trust in order for you to then want to be um for lack of a better term again submissive to your partner you do have to have a level of trust and like understanding um and he doesn't have that because she doesn't want to listen to him and he's like yeah i mean like sure having sex with you was fun but uh no
0: offense fictional or maybe real lady from this song if you want to do that it requires trust and it requires consent and you can only be so mean before somebody revokes their consent but like also if you just want if you're a pretty lady and you just want to boss me around let's see eleanor you're
1: giving consent you see (laughs) that's
0: the consent part (laughs) I really hope my grandma has stopped <laughs> listening to our podcast.
1: I, on the other hand, if you would like someone to boss you around, <laughs> i do that for free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Colleen is just coming out as mean.
1: Is it, is it coming out if we all already knew that? Let's be real. No, it's well, not. I don't think anyone was voting me for, like, nicest lady they ever met. No. Oh, that's okay. N- that's no. Okay. Anyway, um yeah, I thought there was a cute little song. Um I do think of run I I think a reoccurring theme is him being the lower on the totem pole in, in terms of power dynamics in the relationship because I don't want to use that other word again. Uh, and that's <laughs> hey, hey. And some people <laughs> we love to see it some people here like that a lot um mu- instrumentally <laughs> <laughs> I really like there was like a nice little guitar riff between like every like eight beats I believe it was like every bar A nice little guitar riff yeah there. it was I listen we they had a funky little we've said this before um ages ago about five seconds of summer and not to sound hoity-toity about music but like you can tell when a band plays their music it makes a difference I don't yeah. think it's oh, like yeah you can the end all be all and it necessarily means they're good but like it makes a difference
0: yeah you can tell when when musicians yeah also play instruments because it it's a better almost marriage between the it's much more cohesive yeah
1: yeah yeah because the people who are directing the sound are also playing and creating the sound at the same time yep not that you can't have good music without doing it but it definitely helps um, but yeah, and if you're offended, take whatever we said with a grain of salt. Neither of us play any yeah. instrument. Uh, yeah. Any we, stretch of the imagination. we just
0: have degrees in media. We don't actually
1: My toxic trait is I think I could play that thing. You know the you know the one you play with your hands, the air thingy?
0: Yeah.
1: I think I think I could play one of those, no problem.
0: I mean, you could play it, no problem. <laughs> play it well. I don't necessarily are you talking about the theremin?
1: Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, this song. Um. Yeah. This is gasoline. Um. First of all, he says he's been starting fires since he was seventeen, and I'm any sort of fire imagery, especially about the setting fires. I'm there for. He's convinced me that this is a good song. Um, this song. They played for Ukraine. At, a concert that I do not remember the name of at the moment. Um, But this is, like, I thought this was a very nice song, but also it made me sad in the sense that we needed it because it's a protest song. Um, And he says, like, how are you sleeping at night? How do you close both your eyes, living with all of those lives on your hands? Um, And I think a protest song, it sucks that we need it, but it really brings you together and makes you feel Mm -hmm. like you're doing something, even if you're not. It makes you feel better just for that little bit and i think i think also the power in a protest song is that years from now people will listen to it and it will still be impactful someone listening to it 10 years from now will never feel it the same way i think we do because we're currently living through it especially especially considering the the people in this band are about our age i think yeah mo- i think most of them are all like 23 um and it made me think of um that italian song also italian bella chow we're like i listened to bella chow and i think bella Ciao is a very moving song i will never you know i didn't live through world war ii it's not gonna mm-hmm. it's not gonna, yeah, me it's the not same, gonna but be... like, it's still powerful and i i they use like very like a chorus of vocals in the chorus of the song and i thought that was a very nice touch especially given the context of the lyrics yep
0: i agree um it's a good song as a song, and I also think it's a it's a very impactful song as a as a protest mm-hmm. song. Um, and it was originally part of the Stand Up for Ukraine um, project.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good standalone, but unfortunately, it's not just a standalone. Mm-hmm. But it does it's good at what it does.
0: It is good at what it does, um, and it has some really good and powerful. I think um, maybe not imagery, but like commentary i suppose on yeah. the entire situation um and also N- not to get political but they're right
1: yeah stand up for ukraine
0: um exactly if... i feel like that's not even political that's just obvious yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um uh, but we'll go to the next song uh which is feel and i remember when we said we were going to go quickly but i have a lot of thoughts about this song um... okay.
0: <laughs> i have i actually have quite a few thoughts about this one
1: um. This is the one I thought was blah 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 because when I first when feel first started I was like um yeah we we heard this already because blah 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 goes first of all it keeps the same blah 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 keeps the same rhythm the entire song like it doesn't change from chorus um pre-chorus it's like blah 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 and that is the mm-hmm. tune for every single lyric which again at first i was like this is annoying but then it worked um this song i liked because so when blah when feel started and he goes la he, he starts out with his la la laws and i was like all right we, you get it you can make sounds all right um but he says don't need a lover you need an animal and then this i noticed he had a second cocaine reference which I, there was quite a few like and not like allusions to cocaine like there's just like, straight up we're doing cocaine right now yep And then I really like his delivery on, I know what you want, I know what you need, which made me think of, a lot of people have talked about, like, (laughs) I've seen this a lot online lately, is about baby making metal music, uh, which sleep the band Sleep Token has the song The Summoning, Mm -hmm. which was blowing up, and that, like, the end of that specifically was, like, baby making metal music, and this kind of gave me a similar vibe, where, like, it's a heavier sound, but it's, like... It's sensual, and, <laughs> and smoky, and fun. And again, like I said, you know what it is—they have a playful sound, and I think they also make like those situations playful. Like, like they they they're bringing out the fun in it. It's not just like, oh yeah, we have sex and blah 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 blah. It's like it's a fun thing to do with your partner and and have fun with another person. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, it reminded me of Wildflower by Five Seconds of Summer. Because yeah. he goes, I know what you want. I know what you need. I'm about to make you feel. And then he... uh,
0: my big problem with this song is um, he keeps he says, I'm about to make you feel. I 100% thought that for the first two times I listened to this song, that he was saying, I'm about to make you fiend. Because um, you do about want drugs. And I don't know. That's just where my brain went. Because I wasn't looking at the lyrics. And I thought that that would have been cool um
1: because he says cocaine and then immediately after goes i'm about to make you feel so like what, yeah what were we i thought
0: he was to gonna think? say fiend and i was a little bit let down by that that's not their fault that's my fault for not knowing what words sound like <laughs> um also i'm not a huge fan uh there's one part well there's a couple parts where he says um he says we're rebel rebels and he just says the word rebel twice and it took me a really long time to figure out that the line was just him saying the word rebel twice. Um, mm-hmm.
1: So I didn't love that. But the song is very fun. I'm actually, I'm scrimming through the lyrics here. And it's, um, I saw them do a cover of Blue Jeans by Lana Del Rey. And the only reason I'm thinking of this now is because he says blue jeans and leather a couple times in the pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, blue jeans and leather, even better on the floor. Light it up and let me lose your mind. Yeah no the only yeah I just wanted to say they did a cover of <laughs> by Lana Del Rey. What do think of that? Was it good? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I like um, I'll be honest. That's one of those songs where like I will listen to as long as Lana Del Rey is not the one singing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have never heard a lot of Del Rey a man singing that song on purpose.
1: Yeah yeah I like um, happiness as a butterfly I and mean, then that is the only one I think think of. I think the first time I heard "Blue Jeans" was Bastille did a cover, but they did it from the guy's point of view. Ooh. Whereas when Monaskin did the cover, he didn't change the pronouns or anything. Which I have a lot of thoughts about changing the pronouns when you do covers of songs. But that's not this episode. This episode no. talking about Monaskin. Yes, it is. And the next song is "Don't Want to Sleep."
0: Next song is "Don't Want to Sleep." This song is so much fun. I um. I just think, <laughs> the first time when I was in the fifth grade. I'm so sorry that that oh, story is starting. <laughs> I learned that "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" was a reference to LSD, and I thought <laughs> that that was the most cool and clever thing that has ever happened. Um, I did not know that that song was The Beatles until like two years ago, but I did know that "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds" was LSD. Maybe you should have left out that last. And point, I thought Eleanor, that was you brilliant. Want to finish the episode.
1: <laughs> oh jeez,
0: it's been an hour. They're they're gonna stick with it. Um, anyway, <laughs> in this one, he says, um, wearing Lucy's diamonds to get a little shine. And I just thought that was brilliant. And also this song is good.
1: This is definitely more along the Own My Mind vibe. I, I do think they had a very cohesive sound, but this like went straight back. to You know what else? Is, and gasoline also was kind of similar, but this is more Own My Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the there's a nice little tempo he says so he opens up the song with dance 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 until i die medicate myself till my head is in the sky uh when i get when i close my eyes i get too lonely don't want to sleep at all and then the uh, like tempo changes and i really like that as the opening i think this would have been a good album opener too i agree i like on my mind better but this would have been good um and he says, there's something in these strangers, momentary flavors. And then that made me hope that they were writing these songs because I think they're good at it. And I'm sure they didn't write it entirely on their own, especially because it was in another language. But I, I think the sound throughout the songs and the themes that come up are so consistent that like they definitely, it was either, either they wrote them or they had the same person writing the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it looks like according
0: to the credits, I haven't looked at every single one, um, but it does look like at least one of them is credited on every single song as a writer. And I agree. I do think that kind of comes through.
1: And then we got a great guitar solo from our man, Thomas. Right. I, guitar love, solo. I just love music. I think this is I took a break around here because then I was like, all right, uh, this is a lot of songs, <laughs> you know, about halfway through. Um, but. Yeah, this is where I was like, I just love music. I, I, like, I like hearing songs that make me remember why I like music so much.
0: I agree. Yeah. Oh, I, this is the song that I did not think that I would like, but I very much like it.
1: Yeah, even the songs I didn't like love on the first listen, I still found something to enjoy. And then as I listened to them, mm-hmm. enjoyed more. Um, This next song is Cool Kids, and I will try to be brief about this. Kalina, I'm going to just say
0: one thing about this song, and then you can have it. Okay. Um,
1: Okay, you go. Cool Kids. Yes.
0: I thought it was weird, and then um, I heard more about it, which Kalina will get into. Um, I still think it's weird. I would not listen to it, but I think it's a funny idea. Or not a funny idea, but I think it's a a fun concept
1: for a song. Um, And Kalina, take it away. Listen, we like when people stick to the bit, and that is what they did. First of all, I have to claim this song because it's spelled cool with the K. and then he said, I'm addicted to rock and roll. And my brother and I both have K names. My dad's nickname starts with a K, so, like, we're, we're the Ks. Okay, that's our thing. I'm also addicted to rock and roll. And then this is the one I was getting mixed up with, blah, 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 because it doesn't even sound like the same dude. He's doing this weird British accent. I did not get it. But then as you listen to the lyrics you realize he's kind of mocking but also like paying homage to I guess old UK punk songs which is why he's doing this voice but I think making rock music and punk music especially today is so difficult because there's like a culture of purity around it everyone's like that's not true punk and like you're not in touch with your roots and yada 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 and this is the one where he says but my lyrics are all made up so back to the idea of like they're not taking themselves too seriously. They don't know what, like they're making music and they're trying to make good music, I'm sure. But at the same time, it's not like they're, because I, the people wouldn't be happy if if every band that came out wanted to sound exactly like The Clash. But mm-hmm. then also if you don't sound like The Clash, they're like, well, you're not really paying homage to the people who made punk music. And like, you can't make people happy. Also, I'm surprised, well, I know Eleanor is letting me talk, <laughs> but um, I'm surprised she didn't bring up the, um, he goes, I know you think she's a hot chick, but I'm sorry she prefers hot chicks. Um, about I the bitch did player really Vic like then-
0: <laughs> this. I did really like that one.
1: And then I'm assuming she's doing like the ad libs in the background. And she's he's like, But um, he says, But cool kids, they do not vomit, at least not in front of Vic. And then she says, Bitch. And then he says, I know you think she's a hot chick, um, but I'm sorry she prefers hot chicks. And then Vic is in the background going, I'm sorry, which I don't think. Uh uh-uh. oh i do not i
0: do not think she is uh me either and uh i
1: vic, vic if you're listening <laughs> occasionally I can look hot thank you I haven't even gotten to talk about my favorite brand member um but the the thing that really cinched this for me that um I thought was really cool and yeah i thought it was apparently I, I this is according to reddit so take that with Ooh. as much grains as many Obviously grins as you want um is apparently damiano damiano drank for the first time in two years to record the song which is also why he sounds like that and okay. i think that brings up a great discussion about the art that can be created under the influence because if you think of it like really great like people talk about pink floyd and pink floyd they were absolutely doing every single drug <laughs> under the sun okay they were tripping beyond belief and like i'm sure a lot of people argue like you can't make good music today like the eagle were the eagles doing cocaine most definitely do i think the eagles are one of the greatest bands ever most definitely do i think the cocaine is the reason for that no do i think the cocaine probably helped them get there it definitely jump-started the um artistic process in in I think there's a very Some important to discussion to be had that we will not have now because we do not have time about art that can be created under the influence because I, while I do not think it is necessary, I do think there's an argument for why they kind of go hand in hand because why do you hear so many musicians dying because of drugs or, like, getting involved in drugs, you know? Moral of the story, don't
0: do drugs, but if you do, just... Like, keep a running, tally of all the greatest thoughts you have, because at least one of them will be good. Sometimes you might think about the refrigerator and then convince yourself that you've invented the idea of the refrigerator, um, but sometimes you might have actually brilliant... Sit
1: on the drug idea for at least a week before you mm-hmm. start to run with it. Yeah. But anyway, we could. I could be here all day talking about purity culture and drugs, so... Um, if not for you, the next song. Måneskin said, we were having too good a time. Yeah. And then we need to be taken down a notch. Um,
0: and Miss Kalina, I don't like love songs, said, mm, I will walk that one back for this. Uh, but I will say, in Kalina's defense, this song is, it's romantic. It's like, like obviously, what, ob- objectively romantic. Mm-hmm. But it's not, this is going to sound awful, it's not, like, annoying about it. It's just, like, just I think you can just hear the devotion throughout this song. And I think that's what what got to me is because it's not just, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love you. We've been dating for two weeks and you're the love of my life, I swear. It's, like, genuine mm-hmm devotion
1: i also think when we listen to songs on the radio and like let's say you have a radio station on and then every song you hear by like it could be 10 different artists and everyone is about their partner and then kind of just the same themes come up it feels just cheap and cheesy and i'm like you really couldn't come up with any other way to say this or anything else Mm -hmm. to sing about whereas here one we're getting range because we're not just listening to a whole bunch of love songs But like, yeah, like I said, the devotion, it just feels, it's kind of the same idea of like, you can tell when a band plays their instruments. You can tell when something's real or not. You just, as humans, we feel that. Um, And he says, there'd be no summer, there'd be no spring, if not for this love of mine. Also, you know what I just realized? I think it's because he doesn't talk about the person, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. He alludes to them, but he never like gives them physical qualities. He's just like it's more about him he wants to be with them because he thinks they're wonderful but it's never really like you do this for me and you do this for me it's about the love that he has for them and their love with each other and then also this song made me think like if this is how poetic they are in english this is what they're producing in english i think i'd cry all the time if i listened to them sing in italian and understood it if i yeah i think Mm -hmm. i'm a monoskin fan
0: Honestly, I think I might be as well. I never thought this day actually I'm not that <laughs> surprised. I did <laughs> I like um their cover of begging and their cover of the killers, so yeah they do somebody told whatever me that song is named.
1: Oh yeah also, um, I think they're very well now i I know I said what I said earlier about purity culture. I didn't expect to like them so much, not because I'm a rock purist but because I listen to a lot more rock music than Eleanor does. I have a wider catalogue to compare to, if that makes sense. I didn't think I mean you listen to rock music. I <laughs>
0: not even more hey, than I think. Follow boy
1: is rock is punk rock. That's rock adjacent. Okay. When I say rock, I mean <laughs> I use rock as an umbrella term. I listen to rock and roll, I listen to punk rock, alternative rock, all of that jazz. So not for me that like it's a it's a matter of purity and I only listen to you know specific rock from the you know 80s or whatever i'm not like that but just because i have a larger catalog to pick from and compare them to i didn't expect to like them as much as i did but i really enjoyed them especially Mm -hmm. because they seem fairly well versed in the history of their genre here it's not as obvious um because he he quite literally says in the song nirvana and billy jean but like throughout the music, like take cool kids, for example, like you can tell they they kind of know where their sound comes from and what it what it's based off of. And then also he says, How could I wake up? How could I sleep? And like, yeah, how could I wake up and how could I sleep? Honestly, I think they want us over with the time zone thing, so now that I think they do, I'm like, This is great.
0: Yeah, honestly, if not for you is a great song. Also reminds me of like oh. a, a traditional power ballad. Apparently, it was also um, recorded in just one take, which is
1: insane. He really just thought of it and said "go," and then boom. well, not just that because he sounds so sad in the song. I think if they took a second one, he wouldn't have finished.
0: <laughs>
1: That's true. He sounds so sad, <laughs> which I think is
0: also adds to the emotion of it. Because I mean, you can
1: feel it. I was saying earlier, like, I think, sometimes I think emotion is more important than vocal talent. No, he has vocal talent, but, like, here, he's 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 not relying on it as much as he's relying on the fact that he genuinely sounds miserable. hmm And something about a man being miserable, you know? Something anyway, was, about
0: a man being miserable. We don't have
1: therapists, and you all don't get paid enough for that, so we're gonna go to the next song.
0: <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, this isn't gonna get better. Um, <laughs> this song... I love this song. I've probably listened to this song about a hundred times since this album came out. Um, it is called Read Your Diary. Um, the first time I read this or I re- I listened to this song, I had to stop it halfway through and write down a note that um, says, this song is just like a follow-up voice song. Um, and it is. And... Uh, basically in the fallout boy song they are it's called genesis which unfortunately is the legal name of the song (laughs) um basically talks about uh this person walking around the house in their lover's clothes to try to understand them and how they miss them so much that they're like trying to embody them um and this song is very very similar um you talk about uh, dancing in their person's shoes and reading their diary to get inside of them um and i know a couple songs ago i said i don't like it when they're super overt about sex unfortunately um i have very loose morals um he says <laughs> okay maybe don't say that <laughs> <laughs> one of the lines um is i cried on your nudes wearing your perfume um And then also talks about show me the loving that you'll never give to a man. Uh, And they, uh, look, Kalina, I'm sorry you have to hear this. There's also a line um, that says, I can be your toy. Um, And we're going to stop that right there. I love this song. Um, (laughs) And it sounds so much fun. And also, I I find it kind of cute that... uh, one of the lines is i'm begging to feel something new and i know that that's just like a regular line and that people use the word begging all the time but i think it's kind of fun that they threw that in there
1: listen remember when i was like i don't like love songs and then monoskin was like but what if we wrote them and i was like you know what i'll hear you out so i listen my first note is i love bass (laughs) i love the bass (laughs) i think everything should have more bass um Funny, funny you made a, a connection to a, a song because I also made a connection to a song. I went in the completely opposite direction and I, it reminded me of a Taylor Swift song because he says, <laughs> He says, Brought you some roses, you didn't take them, which reminded me of, um, what is it, Back to December, you gave me roses and I left them there to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got he's got this nice grit in his voice, it's not like a lot and it's not nearly as gritty or raspy as like some other singers but when it comes out it's very natural i think it comes in at the right times the perfect times and similar to the toy line and and talking about how he's always willing to be the submissive partner he says i want to be the the pill you swallow when you're looking for joy i just this is a very simple song but strong. It got the point across. And you said, you used the word fun, which brings back my earlier point of, I think they make things playful. They make, they do. Something that could be very intense and kind of, not vulgar, but like, for lack of a better word, vulgar. And honestly, vulgar is a good word for it. Yeah. Vulgar and, and alienating in some senses, because you know everyone's into different things so like if you think about what you're into some people might be like i don't like that but i think they make it they 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 tease out the the general aspects of it being fun and playful and a good time and so everyone's like oh this is fun and playful and i'm having a good time wow um also one
0: of the lines in this song is show me your kinks i'm not afraid of them
1: and i'm a a challenge i didn't even remember that line (laughs) <laughs> like I said, like, you know, everyone's not into what you're into. So, like, putting that out there can be nerve-wracking. But they do a good job of making it wildly applicable. Wi- widely applicable. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next few songs I actually do think will bounce through very quickly because neither Eleanor nor I know a lick of Italian. Yeah. Unfortunately. Probably for the best.
0: I I do think... So, the next three songs are in Italian. And as I said earlier, the first time I listened to this, I was cooking. So, I didn't, like... I wasn't tracking as every single song moved, like, changed. And Mm -hmm. I think it might have been a little better if they had um, dispersed these out through them. Like, I can see why they kind of put them in one chunk. Um, But also, I think it might have been just a little better if they dispersed them differently.
1: Yeah, because this is song 12. The first one, oh, the first one. So this is Mark Chapman. So that's song 12 out of 17. And so I was by this point convinced they weren't going to do any italian songs which Mm -hmm. if they had done that i don't think i would have liked the album because i don't like the idea of them going fully english just because that's a good chunk of the audience because even even if even if it helps more people understand i think music is something like you don't have to have in a language that everyone understands that's one of the few things you can get away with that
0: exactly like everybody's obsessed with that shakira song or was at least for a while and it's it's not English, but it's still everybody can kind of maybe not understand it, but at least
1: vibe to it. Gasolina. Everyone likes Gasolina. Mm-hmm. I'll turn into a different person when that song comes on. Anyway, <laughs> Mark Chapman. <laughs> I I like the urgency in this song, and I was reading later, later that um this is their fastest song that they've put out ever Um, in beats per minute. So, like, it makes me, like, want to run um and this also i was i was like oh this i think the speedy line delivery is kind of his thing because mm-hmm. again i don't speak italian so i'm not a 100% sure on like when the line started versus ended but it did feel like he was putting a lot into a short space so i do think that's just how he sings um and then also after some googling i i, I when we listened to the album and it had just come out so the translations were like fresh off of like random websites on the internet um but the, the general theme is it's about a, a a star and their stalker, which is why they named after Mark Chapman, who is Eleanor. Um, the man who killed John Lennon, who um, I think was a Beatle. Um, but I liked it because from what I could tell, it was from the point of view of the stalker. And he says, he says he loves me, but I know he lies. And Eleanor and I could talk for ages about parasocial relationships. We kind we of... could. We Listen, do. if you heard the They're... audio before we started recording any episode, it was it probably comes <laughs> up. Um and this just made me like I don't want to speak every language. It's so frustrating to me that you could learn a language and and never speak it as well as a native speaker does. It's so mm-hmm. irritating to me. So then I had to go on to the next song. Uh
0: the next song is called Probably La Fine. It might be it might sound different. Um Anyway, I believe this song was also about love, but I'll be honest, I completely forgot to have my translations
1: pulled up. Um. Um, Yeah, I... Oh, yeah, this was the song that I think if we understood Italian, we would have officially cried because it seems like a similar vibe to Time Zone. Um, Um. But it it seemed less about, not just about love, but also about yourself what i'm assuming to be the chorus because again i don't speak italian so I, I i can't tell you for sure if this is the chorus and if it was repetitive but for some reason it reminded me of um let's get it started by the black eyed peas and i think more people should make music like the black eyed peas honestly honestly I mean, have you heard they speak really good music they make really good like like i know pump it is a fun song but have you ever like listened to pump it that's such a good song pump it Meet Me Halfway every time that song comes Meet Me Halfway. Oh, more people should make Black Eyed Peas music. Anyway, um, (laughs) anyway, uh, (laughs) um, next song. (laughs) We Don't Speak Italian. This was a good song. And I'm glad we got more than one song in Italian. I agree. Um, the next one is Uh, Il Dona della
0: Vita. mm Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently in this song, uh, uh, damiano talks about icarus um and he has an icarus tattoo and you know good for him yeah. i appreciate him sticking to his interests um i said i have no idea what he's saying but i moved yeah this song translates to the gift of life and it's supposed to be a hymn to the beautiful and simple things in life
1: oh i like that yeah i this is another i think it's another good example of like emotion because i felt this Without having any idea what he's saying. Also, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting they can make emotional music that sound, that's like, that acoustically is so, for lack of a better word, aggressive. Rock music obviously isn't the softest. Like, they have a couple power ballads on here, but rock music obviously isn't the softest in terms of sound. Um, but I think they still manage to bring out emotion that, like, a slower song would. I wish I could speak about instruments more academically. Unlike like, properly, <laughs> to get my point across. Basically, music is great. 10 out of 10. Now we have Mamma Mia. We've been here for a long time. We've been here for so long. I'm so sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, um, I have this on my playlist. Yeah, not to use the word submissive again, but we're going to do that. <laughs> There's
1: no better word, like, Googling syn- synonyms submissive.
0: I'll be back. You yeah, and I would do,
1: uh, well, don't do that. I, the porn is going to come up. Okay, how about submission synonyms? You keep talking. I'll figure this out. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll go any incognito. Um, no, I...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that worse? I know. I feel like um, just for Compliant? the purposes of friendship, Kalina doesn't want me to talk too much about this song because I feel like she knows too much about me already.
1: Oh, so um, much.
0: And this would just make it worse. But um, I just want to say that I like this song. And I agree And like <laughs> It is objectively Weird and I'm sorry It's a, like objectively Weird to call your partner mommy Um But also
1: Again if that's, unfortunately, that's what you're into, we're not We're not yucking your yum as the kids say
0: No exactly And honestly sometimes it is yummy But This song Is really good and also, I love
1: that- I think Eleanor should stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have this song on my playlist. Uh, this, for me, goes back to they're fun. They don't take themselves too seriously. Sometimes you just want to make a song that's fun and, like, isn't really necessarily about anything super serious. I didn't like it on my first listen, but it did grow on me. And this, funnily, we were talking about submissiveness, and which requires what, Eleanor? consent consent and this song for me is very much about enthusiastic consent Mm -hmm. which i think is another theme that that make that like kind of sets this sets them apart from other yeah we stand consent here at don't quote me on that yes but he's basically he's like i just cannot wait to get a piece of you also um apparently i didn't like this he says sp- i don't like anything to do with spit and he says spit your love on me and i thought this whole time he was saying spread your love on me which was like not better but i just don't like <laughs> spit
0: so <laughs> yeah no i'm
1: not a big fan of of
0: of it i think sometimes you can say it in a hot way but mm-hmm. this was not one of those times for me sorry buddy um, B- buddies there are four then- people
1: the consent like he's saying what he wants he's like spit your love on me but he also wants your wants his partner to say what they want because he's like tell me your limit and then we'll cross the line again which like i had some questions about but anyway um (laughs) my favorite and then he goes my favorite music's your ah ah which reminded me again of wildflower (laughs) by five seconds of summer yeah which is like saying it but not saying it yeah, and Sorry, I. Kalina has me
0: reading the lyrics, and I have to be very <laughs> quiet, or else I'm going to say some nasty things that nobody <laughs> wants me to say.
1: They have um, a big sound without being overwhelming, Um and they they they're very good at having a big sound without that competing or 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 canceling out or taking away the effect of the the emotion. Not in this case, but like the emotion are the the meaning of the lyrics and we'll move on to the next mm-hmm. song before Eleanor says anything out of pocket. Cause I think she said enough
0: today. Uh, yeah. I've already, I've already been a little out of pocket.
1: Um, This is supermodel. We've got our third cocaine reference. Woo! I liked part this. I don't, this was not one of my favorite songs. It's not bad. I just think it was out of all of the songs, the most, I think this was a, a single. And so I think it was the most radio, friendly out of all of them and so to me it was just the most generic it was a good song but yeah compared to the rest it was good but it was
0: definitely yeah almost like
1: i don't want to say sanitized because it's in no way a clean song yeah but but i think especially after like if this had been earlier on i might have liked it more but especially coming off of the, the themes and everything Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he still talks about cocaine. And, like, I really think... I really like the line, she loves the cocaine, but cocaine don't love her back. I thought that went hard. But I just think... Yeah, I think Sanitize is a good way to put it. Compared to what we've heard already, they kind of tamed it down.
0: Yeah. Um, But still, the song is fun. And... um, Also, we don't need to be referencing OnlyFans in songs.
1: Yeah. We can...
0: (laughs) He says... Low waisted pants on OnlyFans, I'll pay for that. And, like, yes, you should, if you're going to be consuming content like that, it is probably best to pay whoever is making the content. Mm-hmm. Don't use the word OnlyFans in a song. That will, that just, I think, dates the song in a way that is just very unnecessary.
1: Remember when we were talking about um, Mama Mia and Eleanor said something out of pocket? Um, and then he said, She'll never love you. You just, Look a bit like her dad. I had to listen to that, yeah. and then unfortunately, um, I still did like the song. Yeah, I hate hated that. That was. So <laughs> dumb. I also thought <laughs> I'm not letting anyone talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're on the last song, guys. Yes, we
0: are. Finally, sorry, guys.
1: Lonely, not really. loneliest, loneliest,
0: loneliest.
1: Yep, the other word I said wasn't
0: a real word. Actually, I'm um, I'm so sorry. I don't remember this song at all. It is. I remember the supermodel song. I I cannot. I cannot pick up. I don't remember what this song sounds like. So,
1: would you like me to give you an artistic rendition?
0: Honestly, if you're up for it, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this is another like power ballad sort of song. Um, he says, you'll. it starts out really slow and sad. He says, you'll be the saddest part of me, a part of me that will never be mine. It's obvious. Tonight is going to be the loneliest. Which when I say obvious and loneliness, they don't super rhyme, but when he says it, they do. This is about, like, I really like this song purely because of the concept. Because I always say death doesn't happen to you. It happens to everyone else around you. So it's kind of talking about, like, him dying and leaving everyone behind. He says, "I'm sorry but I got to go. If you'll ever miss me, give this song another go." Um and I just keep on thinking how you made me feel better and all the crazy little things that we did together. So just and you'll be the saddest part of me. It's basically when he dies, you're the saddest part of him because he's dead. Don't make a difference to him, right? Um mm-hmm. and this is the first time in my life and the last time in my life I will agree with the sentiment that it is better to love and lose and not love at all because I think that's a stupid argument. And then also in, in terms of like instruments um, before the final chorus he kind of sounds like Thomas I think it is. It sounds like he's sliding on the guitar strings and I Ooh. it also sounded like the, ter- the-, the uh uh-huh, the hand machine. One time I Thera? said to Eleanor about that I said it's the instrument you play with your hands and she said do you mean <laughs> all of them? <laughs> so um, I have a point, and I stand by what I <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, the problem was when you said it, I didn't realize that's what it sounded like. I was like, "I'm very clear." You play it with your hands in the air. It's right. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, it got it got a tad repetitive. I think out of between supermodel and this, this is like the second most radio ready. I do think this was like probably their last single, if I recall correctly. Yeah, this was a single. Yeah. So. Um, I liked it. Um, I think I get why they ended the album on this. But now that I've heard the songs a bit more for me personally, I don't like the last two songs are the least interesting to me. But I get why they ended on it as in terms of an album concept. I think it makes sense. It was a little bit slower without losing any of the 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 things we've gotten throughout the rest of the
0: album. Uh, yeah, it according it's reading the lyrics, it does stick with kind of the
1: general themes. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was a good closer. Yeah, it was just like a little bit a titch more email than the rest, so I think it was a good good note to go out on before we got depressed Yes. Well, unfortunately. Anyway, do you want to go to monoskin show? Cause like I honestly, yeah, I yeah. I like these guys. they they were
0: in Phoenix not too long ago, and one of my coworkers went to see them and said that they put on a great show. So if we can ever, from what I've seen, they look like they have fun. Oh, a hundred percent, they have fun. I think we'd have a lot of fun. Um, my top favorite songs were um not in order, <laughs> not in order, but uh, read your diary, time zone, and own my mind.
1: We're so embarrassing. Mine were own my mind, time zone, and Mark Chapman. <laughs> Eleanor and I don't like each other. What do you mean?
0: No, we don't. I don't know Colina. Actually, I've never met. Yeah, anyone. actually, this
1: El- uh, this is the first time I met Eleanor. It wasn't my last two episodes, clearly. Mm-hmm. I was flying, mm-hmm. having the time of my life. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, I, uh, closing thoughts. I was shocked by how much I liked them. I think everyone should, I think any, everyone could get something out of this album, even if it's just one song.
0: Yes, I agree. Um, it was very good. I didn't expect to like it, but I am glad that I liked it. I'm glad I branched out. Um, if you catch us and... at a monoskin
1: show, mind your business.
0: Yes. Or don't mind your business. We'll be having fun either way.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh thank you so much for listening. Um next time maybe we'll try to get our episode under an hour. But probably not.
1: I mean we tried that today. Imagine if we weren't trying. That's the worst part. I think it's just because the um Well we had a half hour to make up for songs. from last week. Because last week was only thirty minutes, so we had to, you know
0: Oh, then perhaps mathematically.
1: We're fine. Yeah.
0: Anyway, if there's anything you want us to check out,
1: um, we'll listen to anything in any language. I can't promise we'll have intelligent thoughts about it, but we will listen to it and talk Uh -uh. about it. So if you want us to talk about anything, comment below. Like and subscribe. Have a good day. What year is this? Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you next week. 2023. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't quote me on that. One day we'll have an outro, but it's not today.